proclaiming Christ for you in word and song. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org, AM850 in the St. Louis region. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan, and it's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be here with you. It's great to have you. Now, when we read our readings this week, 7 to 15 in Deuteronomy, it starts out with the Israelites crossing the Jordan into the Promised Land and orders to destroy the nations that are currently inhabiting the land. We talked last week about how some of the reactions from God seem a little harsh, and I'm I'm thinking a little bit this week as I'm reading, there's the uh, chosen people, but why is he so harsh to these other people? And then it says right here in what we read that it's not because the chosen people are great people, but it's because the other people are wicked people. Yeah, it is a, an understatement to say that God is being harsh here, probably, uh, because when you read that, you're exactly right, Gary. Uh, he has called upon Israel to destroy the nations before them as they enter into the promised land. And, and you're right about another thing, too, that it's not because Israel is special or uh, in terms of what they've done on their own or who they are in and of themselves, that's not it at all. Uh, chapter 7 really gets into that and talks about how they're a treasure possession. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, God says, it's not because you are more in number than other people uh, that the Lord set his love on you and chose you, for you are the fewest of the people. It is because the Lord loves you and is keeping an oath that he swore to your fathers. So, God loves the Israelites just because he loves them. No reason why. It's not because they're the smartest or the strongest or the largest. In fact, just the opposite. They seem to be the smallest among the people. And yet God um, loves them. Yeah. Yeah, he loves them. The other people were wicked, and there is judgment. Yeah, yep, you're right. So (laughs) the reality is there is judgment. They're worshiping false gods. Uh, They aren't worshiping Yahweh, the Lord, the one true God. And even more than that, God also knows that As the Israelites come into the promised land, there's going to be the temptation now to Mm -hmm. intermarry and to associate with them and to chase after other gods. And God knows that he wants to preserve his people, that he wants for them to remain his people. Mm -hmm. And he's looking out for them here. In addition to that, it's, it's also just bearing witness to the other nations and to the world, really, that God is the one in control. And his people, Israel, he is giving victory. And for the Israelites to see that and for others to see that, too. He also warns the Israelites not to be prideful, not to think of what they have uh, achieved is on because of their own doings. It's because of what God has given them and the gifts that God has given them. That's a great point, Gary. And I think that's consistent throughout what we've been reading, that water from a rock, well, that's not because of them. That's because of the Lord. A manna every morning when they get up, that's from the Lord. That's not from themselves. It's God providing again and again. You're exactly right. The reading for um, Thanksgiving, it's just kind of funny that this coincided, but the reading for Thanksgiving each year comes from our reading that we had today from Deuteronomy chapter 8. And it's kind of interesting. It picks up on exactly what you said, that as they come to the promised land, as they're being blessed, don't forget the Lord. As you eat plenty, as you're able to mine out of the hills there, don't forget that it's not from you, but it's from the Lord God who's blessed you with all these things. So exactly what you said, Gary, it's for all from God. It's not from them. Yep. Mm-hmm.
What are some of the points that you've taken away from the reading this week also? Well, I I wanted to think maybe a little more about that chapter 8 reading because a lot of our hearers, if they're able to go to worship on Thanksgiving or maybe tune in online for Thanksgiving, this is the reading they're going to hear from the Old Testament is from Deuteronomy chapter 8. Most likely that's the reading they'll hear. And, And I think it's kind of interesting to think about, okay, why is this the assigned reading for Thanksgiving here in the United States. Okay, here we are a few thousand years later. Why is this, out of all the Bible readings, why is this the one we usually focus on for Thanksgiving? So looking at Deuteronomy chapter 8, just beginning with uh, verse verse 1, I'll just go ahead and read some of this here. The the whole command that I command to you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of the Lord, swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and he let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live on bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Just to stop there for a second, God is showing them through these 40 years in the wilderness that, like you said earlier, Gary, he's the one who provides. Uh, But even more than that, he's the one who provides them what they need, even more than manna, even more than food, but the word of the Lord. A man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. We're going to hear that again in the New Testament. Uh, That's what Jesus says. Um, Remember that time when Jesus is, is tempted by Satan in the wilderness? Yeah. And then uh, Satan says, turn this stone into bread. And then this is Jesus' reply. It comes straight from Deuteronomy chapter 8. He quotes scripture and says, nope, man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from God's mouth. Uh, So we we see that here. This is what Jesus is quoting. Uh, And then it goes on. Verse 4, it says, For your clothing did not wear out on you these 40 years, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. So even that wilderness wandering, even everything that happened, and even the death of those individuals that, that doubted that God would give them the promised land, that was to discipline the people. It's like a, a loving father who disciplines his children. It's not pleasant at the time for the kids, uh, not at all. But yet it's all out of love so that they would learn right and wrong, so that they would uh, learn what it is to love. And in this case, so that the Israelites would uh, learn that the Lord loves them and, and to trust in him for all things, to rely on him for all things. And then just to finish up here, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a land with brooks of water, fountains flowing and springs flowing out of the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees, of pomegranates, a land of olive oil and trees and honey, a land which you will eat bread without scarcity in which you will lack nothing, a land where stones have iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given to you. So I think for us, especially in Thanksgiving, the message is, Give thanks. We have been tremendously blessed here in the United States so very much. And so on this national day of Thanksgiving that our nation recognizes to take time to to simply give thanks to God, as it says in verse 10, to bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given to you. And then verse 11 real quick says, take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments. So don't forget that this is all from God, right? Right. Don't abandon the Lord. But instead, take time to give thanks, to give thanks. 
That's that warning not to be too prideful, not to think everything that you've received is something because of what you have done. And that's that's amazing how that goes all the way back to the Old Testament, you know, because within Christ, it's the same thing. It's not because of what we've done. It's what Christ did on the cross for us. Yeah, and why he went to the cross, that it, it was totally out of love. Why does he love the Israelites? Totally just out of love. He just does. Can't explain it. And why did he go to the cross for us? Well, not because we're great, not because we're wonderful, but just totally out of love. He just did it because he loves us. And it's it's unfathomable for us, but it's it's totally just out of love and grace and mercy. And, and thanks be to God. It's yeah, reason it, to give him thanks. There's something else during those chapters we read. There's some talk about make sure that you tell those who do not know of what you had to go through to get to the promised land, continuing to teach the word of God. That's also what we're called to do in Christ is to go out and proclaim that good news. Yeah, exactly. To share that good news, to share with our own families, right? Just like they're going to pass it on to the next generation. We want to pass on the gospel to the next generation. In some respects, that's why we're on this earth. It's just so the next generation knows the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if we don't tell them, they're not going to know it. Uh, but beyond our families, like you said, Gary, the, the nations of the world, uh, mm-hmm. like KFUO's ministry, right? Uh, this right. worldwide messenger of the good news of Christ. That's what we're called to do so that others would know too uh, and uh, know the great love that God has for them. And so that they too can, can give thanks. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? Sure. Thanks, Gary. Uh, Lord God, uh, you provided for your people Israel in the past abundantly, uh, giving them their daily bread, quite literally through manna. But also, Lord, you gave them something even greater, uh, your word. Uh, We don't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from your mouth. Lord, help us to be mindful of that, too. Help us to give you thanks and praise for our daily bread and all your blessings this Thanksgiving. But also help us to always look to your word that we may be fed by that and always pointed to the one who is the bread of life, uh, Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. And this week we read Deuteronomy 16 to 26. I look forward to that and uh, hearing from you next week. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Gary. We are the Messenger of Good News worldwide at KFUO.org, AM850 in the St. Louis region, and we are listener-supported. So please prayerfully consider making a year-end tax-deductible gift to KFUO today. And remember, when you partner with us, your voice, along with ours, goes out and proclaims that word of God to the nations, just as we're called to do. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO.